When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Christopher Nolan's tenant made $20.2 million, uh over Labor Day weekend. It's the biggest weekend for a movie since theaters reopened. Hmm. And then counting the international box office tenant could end up making $500 million. Did you see it, wow. Dawn? No. Uh-uh. No. You want to, though, right? I um, do, but I'll wait until I can see it at home. Sure. Yeah. I tell you what, that's a pretty impressive number considering the fact that there A, there aren't a lot of theaters open. Right. And even if there are, even if it's counted as a screen, uh, there's generally only about 30% capacity in that theater. So mm-hmm. I would imagine, all things considered, Christopher Nolan and his team and the folks at Warner Brothers are pretty pumped. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty happy. Now, how? what was the budget? I'm sure that they lost. <laughs> but eventually they'll make it back. I just think it's going to take some time. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., um, he did something very nice over the weekend. Um, he extinguished a guy that was on fire. I would say that qualifies as a nice thing. Yeah. yeah. So he was uh, at a at a party in the Hamptons uh, with his girlfriend at a socially distanced Shabbat dinner, hmm. and um, it was at uh, the home of a Bridgehampton tech CEO. Um, the host accidentally set himself on fire. Mm, Cuba jumped into action and he doused him with water in front of frightened guests. Who applauded once it was clear the guy was okay. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. So terrifying. I guess the back of his shirt ignited into flames. Oh. From a candle that he leaned back into. Oh no. While the rabbi was giving the Shabbat prayer. Oh. So he started panicking and flailing in his arms. This wasn't just like a simple thing. He was engulfed in fire. So Louise. Yeah. All right, here's a story you probably wish you wouldn't have heard. Uh, Aaron Carter uh, has made his latest business venture doing porn on Ew. a site called Cam Soda on Friday night. Uh, this is just uh, about four months after his fiance, 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 his fiance Melanie Martin first appeared on there herself. Uh, so this site said he's going to be seductively eating banana, peeling and eating bananas um, with, with his feet during the performance. Oh, with his feet. Gosh. Well, you gotta during get them the feet. performance. You gotta get the Isn't foot people in it. Uh, the and then, and then um, at one point he was sitting on the bed playing the guitar. And, um, you know, he has really had a lot of trouble. He's only yeah. 32 years old. I and I know. hope that he uh, gets himself 
cleaned up because I believe, I mean, he might be clean now, but he's had a lot of issues with drugs and distance well, from his family. Just right. completely, they won't even have anything Call to do with him. Call me here, friends. But yeah. uh, I agree with you on all those counts. I don't think porn is the healthy route for him to make his life any better. I sure hope he could get those bananas peeled with his feet, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the only, the tamest things that he did. So, um, anyway, I got to move on. That's the latest story. You can find more on our app and my talk 1071.com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on my talk 1071. Thank you for listening, you guys. Donna and Steve here on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging as well. Steve, I know you watched something. Yes. Another something. I'm impressed by all the TV you're watching. Thank you. It's great. I would encourage <laughs> you to check out the little clip that I included in our show outline today. Oh, clicking on the clippy whoopee. So, is this new? Yeah, this is new. Tom Cruise pulled off a stunt while filming Mission Impossible 7. Oh, my God. He literally. Oh my God, I'm watching it now. Isn't it incredible? I posted this, by the way, on the show links page if you would like to check it out. He is. uh, He's riding a motorcycle off a mountain. Okay, well, it will be a mountain in the movie. Wow. And then he parachutes. Wow. After the bike, he and the bike separate. So here's what you have to imagine. Did you say that this is on the show links page? I did. Okay, so imagine he's going off of this big ramp that's right on the edge of a mountain. So the the ramp is going down and then it's coming right up at the edge and then so he really gets speed and launches out over the mountain. The motorcycle just goes flying into the abyss and Tom Cruise is going a different direction and then boom, deploys his parachute. That is dangerous really <laughs> really something like why tom like he's he a thrill seeker he's a he thrill seeker loves this stuff and he's so calm like when he releases yeah. like he you could tell that he's got a technique that yeah. just keeps him calm as he's flying all over the place through yeah. the air because you have wow. to be in a certain position position yeah to you can't just be you know flailing your arms around in a ball no nope. <laughs> he's just like He's just amazing. It's just belly first. To Tom Cruise's credit, he keeps coming up with ideas of bigger and better stunts to do in each Mission Impossible movie. He's like, like Evil Knievel. Do you remember uh, what was it? The uh, Burj Khalifa was it? The the is that what it's called? The biggest building in Dubai. Oh yeah. And he like didn't he break his ankle on that one? He scaled. No, that was a different one where he was oh, jumping okay. from one building to another, slammed his ankle into the wall. Oh. Um, but the Burj Khalifa, he like ran straight down it. Now he was tethered, but still, you're running straight down the face of the tallest yeah, building. Yeah, his form in the world. is just impeccable. Wow, that's crazy. I just thought you guys would enjoy that. That's really something. And now Steve will tell you what he watched. You know, if you have YouTube, no, not YouTube Premium. If you just have YouTube, boy, they want me to sign up for that premium though. Every oh, they push Every time it. I open the app. Well, you don't need to get it. Don't don't bite the bullet because what I'm going to tell you, you can get for free on YouTube. Okay. It is the Press Your Luck scandal. All you got to do is Google search Press Your Luck. No whammies, no whammies. Stop. 
And it's a, uh, my brother told me about this because I called to ask him, hey, have you heard of the documentary called The Perfect Bid about this guy who studied The Price is Right and then went on to sort of crack the game on one episode? I heard about this on Friday. I called my brother, Scooty, who's been in the Showcase Showdown before. Oh, fun. I was like, dude, do, right. do you know about this? And he said, yes, it's great. And then he said, it's at the same level as the Quiz the, the the Whammy documentary. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute. I actually don't think I've seen that. What's the Whammy documentary? So this is um, Pressure Luck, No Whammy, No Whammy, Stop. Came out in 1983. It was on the air until 1986. It was a smash hit. They were awarding more money than any game show at that time was. And it was that big board that you all remember. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And you're trying to stop it at a point where you don't get a whammy. If you get a whammy, you lose all your money. Well, there was one episode in 1984 where they had a contestant named Michael Larson who came on. Michael Larson, a former uh, ice cream truck driver, and just as many people would describe him, just a bit of a kooky guy. He started watching Pressure Luck and started watching more and more and more. And then one night, he said to his common-law wife, that's how she's referred to in the documentary, (laughs) he said to his common-law wife, I got it. I got it. I figured it out. Huh. So what you thought was a totally random board was actually only ever going between five different sequences. Oh, really? Beep, boop, boop, boop. But the average viewer would never pick up on that. They just think, you know, you have a one in six shot of getting a whammy, and then they just think at some point your luck's going to run out. Anytime you got a whammy, all of your money is wiped away. He figured out that it was five. And what's interesting, and you learn in this documentary is and they show the whole episode in the documentary. It's an hour and twenty-two minutes, but thirty minutes of that is the full episode interspliced. Oh. The host of uh, the show, <clears throat> Peter Tamarkin, is the host of this documentary. So they're saying, "Look, he fooled us. They he fooled us." And here's what was happening the day of. Here's what I was thinking. Here's what the control room was thinking. All of this. Um, but it's really, really fascinating because there are two spots on the press your luck board that he realized never had a whammy oh so if there were 16 spots on the board or 18 spots there were two that never had a whammy and then he figured out the sequence so when he would see one square light up he knew because he memorized the five sequences the next square was going to be one of the no whammy spots okay that had big money guys he goes on a run in this documentary in the in the game show which only aired once in 84 they never re-aired it and, and think of the syndication that Pressure Luck had. They never re-aired it on Game Show Network or anything until this documentary, which, by the way, came out in 2003, but sort of flew below the radar. Mm. Um, he goes on a run. He's at 30,000. They've never had anyone eclipse 40,000. He goes to 40,000. He keeps spinning and spinning and spinning over and over. He went on a tear, a tear of like 25 or 30 spins in a row. And remember this. Each time... He said, I'm going to press my luck, and I'm going to go forward. If you get a whammy, it wipes all of your money. Yeah. And so when he got the 30, 40, 50, he ends up getting to $110,000. And he's saying, yes, I'm going to go again. And there's like $98,000 in the bank. And one wrong move, and you get $98,000 wiped from your winnings. You go right back down to zero. But the unique thing about him was... He didn't do the standard. The first couple times he did, no whammy, no whammy, big bucks, big bucks, stop. And then he stopped because he went into the the mode 
of now I'm just watching the sequences, figuring out which one it is, and <laughs> yeah. then hitting the button. He's a machine. He is a total machine. It's the equivalent of like counting cards. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is, but not illegal. And CBS uh, went through it all to figure out, is there a way we can not give this guy his money? But then they determined he wasn't cheating. He just figured out the game. Yeah, that's not his fault. And that... then immediately after that, they changed it. It went from five sequences to 32 sequences, okay. which would be much more difficult for someone to figure out. But if you're a fan of old school 80s games, uh, it's called The Pressure Luck Scandal. It's for free. It's on YouTube. It's it's a fun watch. And then the other one, by the way, the which I'll bid. watch next, is called The Perfect Bid. Okay. Press Your Luck Scandal, right? You know that's still on. Yeah, they came... Well, they back in 2003, I think they did this as like a promo. They came out with like the updated whammy. I mean, I was just watching it, I feel like, a few weeks ago with Elizabeth Banks. And she's a great host. Oh, the new one. The yeah. new, new one. Yeah. The yeah. new, new, new one. Oh, by the way. Maybe it was not more more than a few weeks ago. Yes, If Steve. you don't have Netflix, uh, The Perfect Bid is available for free on YouTube with ads. Okay. Did anybody watch that Paris Hilton documentary? Uh, no. No. We talked about it a little more last week, though. Uh, but no, none of us have Did I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it, guys. Okay, I think good. it's YouTube, right? Yes, just say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah all right, cool. When we come back, um, we've got a study, don't we, buddy? We do have a study. You know, we need to we need to be positive, especially since it's the day after Labor Day. It's the Minnesota New Year. Five ways that life has legitimately improved due to COVID. We'll dig into that. We'll feel better about our lives when we return. It's Don and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donuts. What? Welcome back. Donna and Steve here. Hey, Donna. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. You know what we really, really want? Pepperoni pizza. Nope, a study. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Great. Thanks for asking. Um, we're going to play this as a, uh, a game of agree, question mark, yes, no, or sort of. Okay. Don and Donna, you will be our contestants. Okay. And I will be the Peter Tamarkin of this. By the way, he was great on that show. Peter Tamarkin, host of Pressure Like Great. Okay. He's great. One funny thing very quick. He comes out. In, they pause the game. Peter Tamarkin, Tamarkin modern day Peter Tamarkin, comes out and says, Hey, I'm Peter Tamarkin. Yes, that Peter Tamarkin. And then he points over to the old Peter Tamarkin, like, <laughs> look, and he says, oh, well, hopefully in better clothes than he was. Pointing back to, you know, 80s fashion. He was dressed so, what's the right way? Dorky. Interestingly. Imagine like uh, uh, he had a polo shirt underneath, mm-hmm. loosey goosey, like he had just played a round of golf, and then a <laughs> three quarter length loose fitting trench coat. And huh. I thought, oh, we cannot say this line. It was all I focused on for five minutes was him making fun of And he looked great in his 80s suit. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dude, it was three pieces. It was bomb. And then he's like, boy, look at that dumb guy. And I'm thinking, oh, Peter. Oh, Peter. Peter, <laughs> Peter, Peter. Pumpkin eater. Pumpkin eater. Happy Halloween, everybody. Okay, Thank five uh, good changes caused by the pandemic. Agree? Yes, no, or sorta. Okay. Number one, more work from home jobs. COVID forced companies to figure out how to handle remote workers. So there's a good chance that you'll see a lot more of those jobs out there long after the pandemic ends. Yes, no, or sorta. Yes. 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 Great. I'm going to match your enthusiasm, Dawn. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I like it when when Dawn's enthusiasm reveals like a mirror to Donna her tepid <laughs> response, and then she changes. I don't care if it's authentic change. Okay. I just want it to sound different. All right. Good. <laughs> Ways that life has gotten better since COVID. Watching new movies at home. Now, theaters, they say, will not go away, but movies might hit on demand earlier, and releasing them in theaters and on demand at the same time could happen more as well. They say this is a good thing. Do you agree? Yes, no, or sort of? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Wholeheartedly. Donna went pretty hot, and then Don <laughs> got into a yeah, which sounds much more party-ish. <laughs> so, Don, we're going to give you the win there again. Don's up Oh, I didn't know we were competing. We weren't until three seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, another way life has improved since COVID, having groceries delivered. It's a lot more popular now than it was pre-COVID. And grocery stores have worked out how to get it done, and alcohol delivery has also yes. been... No. <laughs> they say that this is a good thing. Agree? Yes, no, or sorta? Yes. Yes. Oh, very fun, Don. <laughs> I love a Y A A A S. Oh. Hey, Donna. Okay, now Donna, you've been Doctor Point. You're 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 like the Jeopardy contestant who got a couple of clues wrong. So you're now at negative a point and Don is at three. We'll continue to play anyways, even even though Donna has been mathematically eliminated. <laughs> okay, you're at negative two. Okay. Number four, telehealth and teletherapy. Yes. It's cheap. Let me finish. I don't want to. It's, it's cheap. cheaper, mm. and they can see more patients. So talking to doctors and therapists online before you see them in person might actually become the new norm. They say it's a good thing to agree yes, no, or maybe. Mm, sort Sometimes you say, I need you to see this ration person, you know, and you just can't get the same kind of care through a video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to have something lanced. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Donna. I think what they mean, though, is just it could, you know, on the appointments where it's just like, yes, I'm feeling good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> what's your mole situation now Donna? that's pretty good all right that's good. <laughs> uh number five more outdoor dining options restaurants have had to invest in ways to serve people outside 
And a lot of those outdoor areas will stay in place. They say it's a good thing. Do you agree? Yes, no, or maybe. Uh, maybe. Yes. And your winner <laughs> with a score of four points to negative two, Don McLean. Oh, now, I didn't even think I would win anything today. You won. You won. Great. Now I shift to a question that is darker. Mm. Let's look into our cloudy future. I went to a restaurant last week for the first time. I think think it was my first time inside of like a sit-down restaurant since the pandemic. And we asked this question of each other. Imagine this. In five, you have a baby who's born. Let's say Dev. Dev is five in five years. I go to a restaurant with Dev. Which of the two... You have to choose one. Which of the two am I more likely to be saying to a five-year-old five years from now? No, no, no. Really, in order to come in here, you used to have to, you had to wear a mask and you had to wear it until you you were seated. And mm-hmm, then sometimes they'd let mm-hmm. you take it off in the booth. Or option two, no, no, no. I, I'm telling you, kid, five, five years ago, you didn't even have to wear a mask. You used to be able to just come into restaurants, right, no mask, right. nothing like that. Which are we more likely to be telling a five-year-old five years from now? I think the the former. We used to not have to wear masks. Correct. You know, I think a really good idea right now would idea. be, um, I took some pictures of signs that said, you know, social distance, stop, mm-hmm. do not come, you know, just to document some of this stuff Yeah. for the future, just to, you know, go back and look and go, can you believe we lived like that? I'm hoping that that's what it's going to be. How about you, Steve? I think that in five years, we'll be looking back and saying, no, 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 really, we had to wear masks. Yeah, yeah. It was I crazy. Too. That's yeah. my that's my that's my hope. But I read a, a headline on BuzzFeed that said we're entering the new era of pandemics. Ooh. Shouldn't have ended with that. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, Multiple sorry. strong star. Weak finish. My bad. Yep, All and right. I agree with you. Hey, it's a confessional Tuesday. Let's crack her open. The priest is here, and we ask you to confess this. What was your most embarrassing moment in school? You have one that comes to mind, give us a call, 651-641-1071. I love all of you passionately. We return in just a few. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. 651-641-1071. Tell us about an embarrassing moment when you were in school. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Oh, oh, would you like to know? You guys have been getting pretty rowdy this morning. Now they're back together. Here's your best friends. I'm sitting over here in a closet. Oh, boy. I'm getting a call. Maybe I should take it. Uh-oh. Bigger name on the other line, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we want to know today. Steve, stop it. You hear it? Steven. Oh, boy. Stop it. That's ASMR right there. I'm going to bring a daily five seconds of ASMR for the rest of our time together. Okay. okay we, we're going to go to the phones. All right. Our question. What was your uh, most <laughs> embarrassing moment in school? Confess it. All right. Let's go to Heather. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. Hi, Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi. How are you? Hey, Heather. I'm good. How are you guys? What happened Whatever. in school that left you traumatized? Oh. 
Okay, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, what happened in school that was just stands out as just a painfully embarrassing moment? Okay, okay, third grade, I was super, super shy. Um, would not raise my hand to ask to go to the bathroom, right? So, of course, I had an accident in my desk. Blamed it on the boy behind me. That didn't work. So I got sent to the office. I had to wear the lost and found clothes home the entire day. The Larry Bird green shorts with the white trim. Oh no! Incredibly short. It was. It was awful. Oh, that's a good reminder uh, for all parents, probably. No matter the age, if you have a kid in elementary school, it might be good to just stash an extra pair of clothes just yep. in case in their locker. Yep. And I probably forgot my shoes that day and had to wear moon boots along with the shorts. Oh, my gosh. So, you poor thing. Uh, yeah. Napoleon. Yes. Oh, thank you for That's sharing that. All right. Take Being care, so guys. Vulnerable. Okay. Bye, Heather. She's, she had to leave. Yeah, she calls she's like, okay. all, She's calling another radio station right now. <laughs> I was in fifth grade. I stood up in front of the class for some sort of a brief presentation. And I remember there was something funny that happened. And then I started laughing and then couldn't like get it, couldn't get it together again to continue whatever I was presenting on. And then I started laughing and then I immediately felt the blood all rush over me. And I felt this embarrassment of, oh my gosh, now I don't know what I'm doing. They're laughing, but now they're laughing at me because I can't stop laughing. I went, I ran out of the room, ran down to the bathroom. I get to the bathroom, your boy covered in hives. And I was like, when is this going to wear down? You poor thing. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Bloody. That's so sad. It could have been worse. You know, there were boys when I was like in seventh grade who'd have to go up to the the blackboard or the chalkboard and Mm -hmm. they would... um, you know, have boy things happening at oh that time. Word. That I mean, I'm just saying it could have been worse. I guess Shh. I missed what happened to him. I'll have to listen to the podcast. He had hives. Hives? I had hives. Oh, yeah. okay. He yeah. didn't realize it. Everyone was laughing at him. <clears throat> They're yeah. all going to laugh at you. <laughs> but then Donna talked about guys getting up and getting... I know. Yeah. I did see, yeah, hear I did that see part. That. That's why I was curious. I thought, you shared that? I'm like, really? Steve no, just said I that was on saying, the radio? It could have been worse. It could have been that. not like him. <laughs> on that note, we go to Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Hey, how are you guys? We're good. We're good. Okay, so my embarrassing moment, I was a, a senior in high school. And as the school year wrapped up, the seniors were allowed to leave campus to go to lunch. Um, so a bunch of us as a group went to McDonald's. Okay. And it was an incredibly windy day. And I was trying to be funny, and I was kind of leaning into the wind like I was fighting it. And my blouse blew open. <gasps> oh, the the buttons gave up, and my blouse blew open, and everybody <laughs> was up. just laughing. Oh, that's oh, What a bugger. Oh, gosh. The worst. Thank Not you for the your worst. There could be worse things. Oh, I Thank got you, something Kelly. worse. Thanks, Kelly. I must read right. this. Okay. Thank you, Kelly. This from Facebook from Cassandra. Sophomore year in college, computer science was the class. My allergies were bad, and I was hiding a sneeze. Oh, no. The sneeze erupted during class so suddenly. When that happened, the strength of the sneeze, and I know what everyone's thinking, caused me to fart. Much worse. The strength of the sneeze caused me to literally sneeze my prosthetic eye out into my book. (laughs) What? (laughs) Unfortunately, people, including the professor, saw 
I picked my eye out of my book and left class for the day. I was so embarrassed that I wanted to disappear. Nobody mentioned this ever again. The teacher didn't bother me about it or anything. And that is going to be tough to beat. Yep. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. Wow. We do have Linda on the line if she wants to try to beat that. (laughs) Okay, Linda, good luck. Linda. Thanks well, for joining us. I don't know us. if I can beat that, but um, <laughs> my my name will give you my age. So this was back in the hmm, 60s, probably 64, 65. I was in eighth grade. And, you you know, back then, um, you didn't have pantyhose. You wore nylons every day. And generally, it was either a, a, some of the thin girls could wear garter belts, but, but I had to, we, otherwise, we wore little panty girdles. Under our dresses. I don't even know what this panty girdle is. A panty girdle and had the garters that held your nylons up every day. Well, I had to get up in front of the band and play a clarinet solo. And I I stood up and all four garters snapped. (laughs) And my... And my nylons just slowly rolled down my Oh, legs. no. Oh, oh you what a bugger. thing. As, as the red went up into my face and I, I left the room. I was horrible. Oh, was horrible, no, so. Linda. That's <laughs> Never forget it. Oh, terrible panty right. girdles. I'm looking them up. They're actually kind of cute. Well, they, yeah, real cute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the one she was yeah, wearing wasn't so cute. Out. What do you do? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Linda. You bet. Bye, Bye Linda. Oh God, I would, just the idea of like boys seeing your girdle—so sad. Girdle. Do you guys ever see that scene in um, Saint Almost Fire? I think it is, where she's kind of. Boy, boy has his hand on her whatever, and he's like, "What's this?" And then starts laughing at it and snapping it on her leg. Oh, oh it's just so humiliating. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one woman sneezed their eye out of her face. That's that's terrible. All right, um, Felicia. Are we on Felicia? No, we're not on Felicia. We are on with. Heather. Oh, hey, Heather. Hey, Heather. Hi. Hi, guys. Hey. Are you going to confess something that was embarrassing in school? Yes. Um, I was in kindergarten. I was about five years old. Um, I was a tomboy, and I was showing off. It was at a private school. You had to wear dresses. I was showing off on the uh, jungle gym and was going to do an upside-down flip, holding my skirt, and my panties got caught on the <gasps> rail. <laughs> So it was more than just showing my girdle. Oh, was, no. Oh, no. It was showing the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's... I was mortified, and I thought I was going to die because there I am hanging upside down. It's five. You know, I'm so far from the ground. Oh. I thought I'm going to fall and break my neck. Oh, oh, my God. At least you were five and not, like, 14. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. When was the last time you were on a playground trying to find the monkey bars? <laughs> I won't go upside down anymore and all that stuff. I kind of want to try it now, now that you say it. Thank you for calling. Thanks, guys. Love you. We love you. We love you, too. This is a funny one from Tiffany. Tiffany says that we're doing confessions, the most embarrassing thing that happened to you at school. A lot of people are back at school today. She says, 10th grade, a boy kept looking at me. I thought, wow, I must look good. No, the pen that I was chewing on broke and ink was running down my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's something I would do. Oh, for sure. Oh, man, that's funny. Hey, Steve. I I agree. I could say it. You can't. All right, sorry. All right, we're going to go to Felicia. Hi, Felicia. See what I did there? Yeah, I bet she loves Hi, Felicia. Go right ahead. Hi. This happened in high school, and I had bronchitis a lot, so Uh I sucked on Hall's cough drops. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It didn't um, do well with my intestinal tract. Oh, no. Um, So uh, while I farted. (laughs) (laughs) Watch your mouth. I know. The teacher was talking back and forth, and, of course, I'm in the very front of my row, and he goes something like, Oh, there's the smell. Can, oh, you, can no. you guys smell this? And I'm I'm looking around going, yeah. Where's that coming from? <laughs> God. <laughs> so, you... yeah. So to this day, I cannot do Hall's cough drop. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. She's sworn off the brand. Oh, <laughs> Give me another oh, sort of lozenge. Okay. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Dawn, do you have a, an embarrassing moment that you can remember? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I was a freshman in high school, and uh, I was waiting outside because, you know, you don't drive in. I was waiting for my mom or my sister to pick me up, and the entire football team was walking by to go out to practice. They were all dressed in their pads and everything, you know. And these this was like the varsity football team, juniors and seniors. And a guy friend of mine came up and de-pantsed me. Oh, and God. Pulled down my pants, but all of it came down. Oh, oh no! I had it on a short top, so like my underwear and everything. So I was completely what a nude jerk. from the waist down. Yeah, um, as a freshman. Yeah, and so the whole football team saw Dawn, everything. That was that's mortifying. Traumatic. It was, and back in the day, like that was like you know, it was no big deal. Nobody would get in trouble for something like that. But now. Oh my gosh. You wouldn't believe the things that boys did when I was in like grade school. Oh, sure. It's just, God, you never wanted to go into the coat room alone. You know what I mean? Because there are boys in there just waiting. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Sorry. I got a jet, guys. I'm going to go pick my kids up from school. Okay. Bye. Because you're afraid of the coat room for them. Yeah. I kind of have a funny story. Okay. I know we got to go. Do you want me to tell you on the other side? Why don't you do that? Why okay. don't you tease it? Oh. I love it. I will tell you what happened to me, and it wasn't really as embarrassing for me as it was for my mother. <laughs> mm. I kind of outed my mother. I'll tell you how when we come oh. right back on My Talk 1071. Really about crystal meth, crystal methamphetamine. This song is really just about crystal meth. We found out on Friday it's about crystal meth. Crystal methamphetamine, it should have been the intro song. But Breaking Bad, it's all about crystal meth. Let me know when he stops. And also other things. He gets into other things. Oh, God, was so I thought it was just like, Sammy kind of life. It sounds so fun and upbeat. I'm like, I think they're talking about crystal meth. And then we dove into the lyrics. And it is about crystal meth? It It sure is. Steve read them, and it was really funny to hear him discover as he was reading the lyrics. Hmm. Yeah. You do a little bump here, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely crystal meth. Oh, yeah. Or cocaine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's for sure not great. I mean, it's like at one point he says... 
Crystal Meth just comes out. He says Crystal Meth. Oh, he Smiling does. in the pictures you would take doing Crystal Meth. Wow. Will that's... lift you up until you break. It won't stop. It won't come down. I keep stock with the TikTok rhythm in a bump for the drop, which I think is a drug term. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And then I bumped up. I took the hit I was given, then I bumped again, and then I bumped again. <laughs> oh. Wow. Not fun. Don't do drugs, Slow kids. Slow down, dude. By the way, um, very quickly, and we want to get to Donna's embarrassing moment, which okay. is going to be fun. Does anyone know who, and this would be any sort of workplace, I think, who you report it to if a coworker calls you in the middle of your, like in the middle of your radio show or whatever, or yeah. whatever you're doing, uh-huh. yeah. and threatens slash bullies you in to taking more of an interest in her story than you did, <laughs> or his story, whatever. No, I wasn't doing that, Steve. I was just saying. I didn't say you, Donna. I sent you a text of these wild buffalo. I came across a herd of like 500 and something buffalo. Whoa. And I send him a video, just a 10 second video of a buffalo and her baby walking past my car open window about six inches from me. Whoa. And Steve didn't comment. So I called him and i'm like are you really not going to comment on that video i just sent this is like the nightmare text thread you want to be involved in did he he didn't respond did he i like wow. how can you not well comment on that there's these wild animals in in fairness first of all i thought it was when i saw the buffalo i did think it was your dog buddy the fat lab or the black lab or whatever it is so i thought that first and i was like oh cute there's buddy he sure is lumbering today as ryan perfect used to say um wow that's crazy donna thanks, so you steve. were that close yeah steve thanks unreal now what if they story. started running and they could stampeding. they could kill you they could kill wow. they just walk right in the road it was great wow Okay. Anyway, I was in South Dakota, you guys. This was in the um, Black Hills Custer State Park, where I stayed, by the way. Thank you. Anyway, here's my embarrassing <laughs> school moment. It's more my mom's most embarrassing moment, probably. Okay. So I was in first grade, and I was driving in the car with my mom. We were probably taking my sister on her paper route, because my mom was nice, and she would, like, drive us sometimes. Kid runs into the road. And my mom, like, taps him. What? A little boy, like, with the car. Whoa. I don't remember exactly what happened after that, but the mother was like, oh, my God, my my little boy. My mom got out of the car. Turned out he was fine. Okay? Probably should have gone to the hospital, I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) In retrospect. He was fine. So, next day, Carol, who is the sister of the boy who got hit. She's in my class. She was like my arch nemesis, by the way. She raises her hand, raises her hand. Miss Vasidio, Miss Vasidio, Miss Vasidio. My brother got hit by a car yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) In comes D-Val. Miss Vasidio, Miss (laughs) Vasidio. My mom's the one who hit him. Oh, no. I thought you were going to stick up for your mom and say, it was a bump. You were trying to one-up her in her yes. story, but you're like, uh-oh. Exactly. It's like, oh, yeah? Take this. My mom's the one who hit him. No, but he was fine, I think. I think he's wow. still okay. Anyway, that's my story. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Um, Steve, I yeah. have to tell you about a text I got yesterday. Oh, I just sent you a text. Oh, you did? Well, I'm not going to read it right now. Very busy. My neighbor, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Texts me. 
I love this. Steve needs to watch this dumb show on Netflix called Chef's Table Barbecue. Her husband, Chris, is watching it. So boring. (laughs) But all they talk about is smoking and barbecuing meat. And then she writes, I'm sorry if he likes it. Hashtag Uh alone. I left the room and started watching I Am a Killer. (laughs) (laughs) She would rather watch that. She watched I Am a Killer instead of Alone, the show that you and Don like. I love Alone. Oh, man. Oh, this is great. This Chef's Table barbecue. Oh, God. Oh, this looks really well done. And I got to tell you, this weekend, holy Pete, Labor Day, Stevie Boy put 45 chicken wings from Costco onto the smoker. I did a split dry rub seasoning, little barbecue on top, this other little uh, mustardy kind of a thing on the bottom, all dry rub, pat the wings dry, put them on. Guys, they were so simple and they were so good. Oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it. So I'm going to definitely work that into the rotation. Hell, I'd love to do them tonight. I had a really good time. Now, you can't just throw out a term split dry rub. Like we're going to be like, so you, one side is one flavor and... Yeah, I lined up these 45. I did two-thirds of the wings in this barbecue rub right. that we just love. It's it's called The Barbecue Rub by a guy named Malcolm McDowell, and he uh, is just what? a pit master. Uh, so I get this. My neighbor, Adam the Smoker, who got me into smoke, and he gave this to me as, as a gift. And then this other one, I, it's called like Kick Some Butt or something like that, some pork butt. I don't know. something. Like, but it works on poultry, too. And I dry. You really have to dry chicken wings off before you smoke them. You have to dry them off. You have to dry them off. That's how you get to a good crispy wing. In fact, some people like to toss their wings in a salt baking powder mixture first because it really helps to absorb all of the moisture out of it. I didn't do that, nor did I think it needed to be done. Although I'm sure it works, but I just dried them thoroughly, and then it was like an hour and fifteen minutes later. Hey, what I missed? Great. Oh, she just wait, Donald. Where did you go? You went to the bathroom. Number one or number two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you guys talking about? We were still talking about the barbecue. I'm uh, surprised yeah. you would have left because you're pretty interested in my interest in barbecuing. <laughs> Aren't you, Mom? Rude. No, I didn't. I wasn't an age thing. By the way, I sent you a text. Oh, I sent. Did you get out. my text? I did get your text. Oh. Did you get my reply to your text? <laughs> Yeah, you wrote. Because Donna calls me and says, why aren't you responding to this Buffalo text? So I sent her, these are all separate texts. Whoa, separate texts. That's crazy. So close. Any others you could pass on, like Mm -hmm. any more videos? These are really cool. Was it weird that they were that close? Or did it start to feel normal after a while? Crazy to think there's wildlife just roaming in some states. Imagine that here. Why do I feel like you're mocking me? There's turkeys here. They roam around. I was shocked to see turkeys in the city. There's wild burrows, too. No, I saw. Not here. <laughs> I saw. Okay, we're back to. Is My it a burrow? I, <laughs> is a turkey or no? Is a burrow a donkey? Yes. I don't know the difference. I think Jack was a mule and not a donkey. That, that means a horse and a donkey. Right. Last call. Mm-hmm. And then they got together and out came a mule. But you're saying that a mule can't reproduce? I don't think a no. mule and a mule can make a mule. So every mule you see is the last of its bloodline? Yeah, Until a horse so. gets a hold of a donkey again. But uh, why couldn't a horse do it with it that gets a hold of? Come the on, maybe horse, it's... Oh what if a horse saw a mule and was like, hey, Wait. you kind of remind me of that donkey. Wouldn't it just become like a mulini or something? I don't do you think the donkey is the dominant one in the situation? Or uh, no. Have you seen this? Have you ever seen a horse? I've seen a horse video of how, <laughs> no, how I don't know. I don't it goes. Oh, my 
Trust me, the donkey. Donk. <laughs> to say the very the least. The donkey is getting pregnant. I think Got it. Okay. so. Aw. The donkeys. donkey would need a ladder. All right. You know what? Let's let's call it a show for right. today. Colleen and Bradley are coming in <laughs> next. We'll see you back out. here tomorrow. Yay. But listen anyway. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.